Hello, good evening, and welcome to a very special edition of the Los Acero Football Podcast, an express edition, a preview of sorts of tomorrow's big game between Mexico and South Korea, a must-win game for Mexico, a tie will not be enough. Five points uh, is not going to be enough for them to advance in the next round, so we will discuss that um, somewhat exclusively uh, for you folks that uh, were waiting for us to talk about uh, Chivas TV and uh, other things. Uh, we will do that in our regular edition of uh, of, of the Los Acero Football Podcast, but, uh, but tonight it's all about Mexico and their Olympic chances. How are they going to make it to the next round and play what in all likelihood will be, well, it will be the winner of the Argentina-Honduras match, and there's no guarantee it's going to be Argentina either, so it's, uh, we'll see uh, how that uh, how that plays out. But as always, we have a distinguished panel of of, uh, of commentary tonight, and we, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we also have uh, interactive ability again. Is that correct, uh, Mr. Albert Campa? Yeah, correct. I got the lines up and running, waiting for call-ins. <laughs> and what is that number for the folks to call in? The number is 724-707-3826. And then I'll ask you for a pin. You just type in 13118. I hope everybody was paying attention and they wrote all that information down, but I'm sure you posted that information as well on our YouTube page. You're live on YouTube right now, and I'm sure you will also tweet it out to our Dozens of followers on the Dos Acero Football Podcast. So, yes, please, by all means, interact with us. We want to hear what you say in this very special limited edition, the L- Dos Acero Football Podcast LE. Out in California, you hear his uh, his child practicing and rehearsing for his uh, reactions tomorrow after the game. Of course, we're talking about Daniel Preciado. Daniel, how are you, sir? Doing well, John. Hello, boys. Uh, I'm, I'm live, uh, live at Kit Carson Park in Escondido. Kit hanging Carson out. Park. Oh yeah, hanging out, um, hanging out at, uh, at the playground. With the and kids. what is the temperature there in Escondido? Is it is is it even 80 degrees? You can be honest. No, uh, right now it's probably about 75, 74. It's pretty comfortable. I'm Although sure it is. Say, it gets, you know, it, it gets that 74 here too, but like at four in the morning. You know, and for like three it, minutes, and then it starts getting hot again. There is a slight creep factor going on right now. There seems to be a lot of adults hanging around, which is kind of weird because adults without kids. You know what I'm Pokemon, saying? That's weird. Pokemon Go. I think that's what it's. I think that's what's going on. I just hope they don't hit me. Do they hit people? Are you are you dressed? Are you dressed as Pikachu? Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe they think that you're actually. I'm actually wearing Smith's T-shirt. Are you, uh, do, do you cosplay Pokemon, Daniel, out in California? Is that a thing? No, I'm, I'm a little too old, like, to... to it Isn't that of, what they I, do I, in South Central? Joel? Joel Aceves well, joins yeah. us, of course. Do what? Dress like Pikachu? Yeah, cosplay Pikachu <laughs> in South Central. That's, no, Even further Pokemon. up, per, further up ahead, though, uh, at the, at the convention center, we get a lot of, uh, we get the Anime Expo and Comic-Con. Yeah, do you go to Comic-Con, Hood? Is that, is that your thing? I went to one like a few years ago, but it was Sunday and it was, it was already dead. Yeah. So there were only, it was only 80% crazy people, not, not the full 95? 
you know, you know, John, it's just like football, it's un negocio, so they charge for everything. So, yeah. Did you, uh, you did you wear your, your drop cap? Some money, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get the full experience. Did you wear your Captain Picard outfit? No, um, so he must have Star Wars, but no, nah, I just wanted oh. to see what it was like. Did you go with the guys like Lando Carlisian when he had his little tusk mask that he wore in Return of the Jedi? That <laughs> no. would be tight. That would be pretty tight. Well, thank you for joining us, Joel, here on the Los Alcides Football Podcast. And of course, in Philadelphia, a man who who needs no introduction but does have intro music. See, we can play that for you right now. Let's see. Of course, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Of course, we're talking about Ronald De Luna, who has uh, quite a following on the Dos Acero Football podcast. People really enjoy his America commentary. Hey, what's up, John? How are you guys it's doing? It's great to have you with us. I know that you've been uh, unable to join us for the past few weeks because you are getting your master's in architecture. Congratulations. How's that going? Uh, good. I just uh, finished the uh, semester. I got two weeks off, and then we're back at, back at it again. Oof, that does not sound pleasant, but uh, I'm sure you'll persevere. Yeah, yeah. I should have gone back to school. Like, I shouldn't have waited this long, you know? <laughs> yeah, when you go in your 50s, you just kind of look silly. So no, I understand. I, I, I'm in my 30s, but I, I think I oh, waited you're still too long. Oh, okay. I'm still in my right. 30s. I, I think I just waited too long. You know, speaking of overage people, uh, we saw an overage player, Oliva Peralta, get a, a smack in the face that ended up breaking a bone in his nose, and he's not going to be able to play tomorrow against... South Korea, and of course, uh, who do they bring in? Who do they fly in? Uh, Joel's favorite player, Carlos Fierro. Who uh, Joel is he going to be the difference maker? Is, is this? Is, do you now feel more confident that with Fierro on the team that Mexico has, should they just go ahead and and, and pencil him in for the gold medal game? You know what, Yon? Uh, given how the events have played out for Mexico, I feel that losing uh, losing the two players. It was like a bit of a blessing in disguise because Mexico plays better as underdog. They do play better as the underdog. They always play better with a chip on their shoulder. They have a hard time, as we saw against Fiji. I don't know if you guys uh, got, a, got a chance to watch yeah. that. First Remember for for uh, twenty for the previous Olympics, they did they lost Gio for the final, and uh, they weren't able to get Chicharo and Bella which were like, they were supposed to be the difference makers. That's right, and they ended up uh, playing with uh, with Marco Fabian and uh, and Oribe, and they both uh, acquitted themselves. Well, obviously, Oribe did with the two goals, and Marco Fabian did very well. Almost scored a a, a crazy goal with a, with a bicycle kick. So the two players are out. Uh, Korea, who I don't know if you guys, I know that Hoeli watched the, the, the game against uh, the Germans. And, I did, uh, the, sir. The, they beat uh, Fiji 8-0. They have a very talented team, and the big difference, I think, between uh, Korea right now and Mexico is that their star players, uh, the, the the kid uh, that plays for Tottenham and the one for 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 Porto for Korea, have have delivered. They've 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 done very well for them. So they've 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 played well. They uh, just like Mexico did. They had uh, they'd score a goal against the Germany, and then Germany would equalize, and then the Germans scored, and then they equalized, and then you know Korea scored there at the end, and the Germans got one at the death, and it's three three now. What it means though is that whoever, if Mexico wins the match, that means that they win the group, which would put them in position to play either uh, Argentina or 
or Honduras as, as they will play each other for the uh, the rights to uh, I guess advance in, in in their group, which is Group D. What uh, what percentage uh, do you guys give Mexico on actually winning the game and advancing? And I'll start with you uh, with you, Dan. Yeah, I, percentages. I'll give it a sixty-five. Sixty-five percent. Sixty-seven point three. I lost. Okay, sixty-five percent. Albert, uh, do you think Mexico has a better chance uh, to win the game tomorrow? Or do you think the Koreans are, are should be favored and uh, Mexico's going to have to deal with that? Yeah, I think the Koreans are favored because uh, Mexico now has no real ghost goal scorer. Uh, Kubel needs to step it up or or something, but uh, I think Joel brings up a good point about uh, Mexico feeling the pressure and feeling the need to step up their game and thinking with BG that, okay, we're going to win no matter what, somehow the goals are going to come. So during this game, they're going to be starving and hungry and typical playing up to uh, a challenge that they have in front of them. So I think they, they possibly could do well. I think it's going to be close, but I think, I think they could pull it out. Yeah, there's no question they can pull it out, and uh, you know, I, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I know that a lot of folks had uh, had said that, that Korea was actually going to be the team that was going to give, you know, that that was the quality team in the in the draw. Obviously, everyone sees Germany, and, you know, and, and Germany has played well. There's no question, but uh, you know, Germany's reputation certainly is worth about uh, a goal. It seems like a goal or two a game when they play in tournaments like this. Uh, Ronnie, do you think Mexico has a good chance to, to pull it out tomorrow, or do you think that we're... Uh, no, I think I do. I think they just do. not watched the game. No, no, I watched, I watched the game. Um, uh, I, think, I think they do. Uh, I th- I mean, I'm not trying to take any, uh, uh, any credit from the Koreans, because uh, Korea, and, and, and even to, the, to a certain point, Japan, they have a similar <laughs> style... Uh, of the Mexican, you know the way you know you know the Mexican teams play, where they like you know they're they're good, they're good on the ball, they're fast, they like to play compact and stuff. So I mean, um, they are dangerous in that regard, but I think I think that uh, Mexico knows how to at least in the last ten years, Mexico's youth teams have been able to, you know. Play better at these youth tournaments, and I know it's a, it's a, you know, it's not technically a youth tournament, but it it, it still is because it's most of the players are you know under twenty three. Um, I, I think that they have a good chance. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, I don't think you know anybody that think all oh, they you know they have, you know, why they're even bothering to play? They're, they're it's going to be terrible, blah blah blah. But obviously, they have a really good chance to to win. Now, where I think that. Mexico really needs to step up their games in the midfield. I mean, even in the – I couldn't believe it, but in, in, in the game against Fiji, especially in that first half, they, they had – I mean, their midfield was they, – they, they could not get control of that game, which uh, I found uh, quite uh, disturbing. It no, you're like, right. Go ahead. No, you're right, but one of the things that I, I actually, you know, from what I've seen of this Mexico team, they're not really getting beat in the back, and that would scare me against a team, you know – like you know, Korea where they're pretty fast. I didn't. I don't. I don't see like you know, like you know how with Osorio's team, you know, we were telling you know, you know, like I, I know Joel and I, you know, when we talked, we could see these these holes at the defense, 
and I don't see those type of holes in the defense. I just think that there's a transition between the defense and the midfield where they kind of get stuck on the sides, on the flanks, which, you know, it could, you know, a lot of things that you can do to kind of like decongest, you know, the zones. But as far as like, I, I don't see them having like, you know, those type of holes where they're, you know, they're going to get beat on the back. I saw, and, and, I, saw in, I saw him against Germany. Germany was tearing up that left side uh, with that one speedy dude. Uh, well, let's yeah. talk about that. I mean, that guy. Um, that could be a, another. Cause, oh, and what's the name of that guy? Canavri. Yeah, yeah, he is clearly Gennabry. the best player in this tournament. I mean, there's no question. And, oh, what's the name? Guten Tight? Yeah. <laughs> Korean's got the same type of speed. Is it Guten Tight? Is it Guten Tight? <laughs> so, yeah. I, Beto? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. But he, he's a speedster, and he, you know, not typical of a of a of a German player. Hello, BBC. <laughs> but he, but he's a speedster, and the Koreans are speedy also. So that backline needs to be careful. And of course, well, it's happened during Germany when, whenever Mexico went up. Germany um, brought the heat, and then Mexico sort of like collapsed a little bit. Can't what be- I noticed, especially in the Fiji game, Albert, was that uh, for whatever reason, the Mex- Mexico could not handle. That 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 stalwart Fiji press, uh, they they were really really pressuring the the salida, and that that's how Fiji was able to get their goals. And if I were, if I were Korea, I would say, well, man, if, if Fiji can do that, obviously we're going to do it too. So I think that if, if Mexico can figure out a way to break that and 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 send and, and send some guys, I think that they have a really good chance of 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 creating some some early damage. But just a matter of them recognizing recognizing it and doing it. Hopefully it'll happen. It seemed like uh, now we, we've uh, we, we talked about in the previous shows leading up to the Olympics that there were some certain players that we thought we were going to have really good tournaments, and uh, you know there were some expectations. Obviously the the high expectations were on uh, on Pachuca's Irvin uh, Chucky Lozano, and it doesn't seem like he has delivered on those expectations. Whereas I think you know the, the other player that I thought would Really have an opportunity to shine, and Cesar Montes, I think, has done a lot. Uh, has 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 shown the shown the quality that he is, and I think that Chucky really is kind of missing out on an opportunity to to display his considerable talent. Seems like he's just not doing too well, and then the coach noticed, and he ended up pulling him in a game against Fiji. And uh, Bochito comes in, and they score five goals in 20 minutes. What's going on with Chucky, Joel? Petro Frio, John. I, I I I saw him. He disappeared. At least for me personally, uh, he disappeared in the in the in the final. Now and then. Didn't he score a goal in the in the first leg, but not in the second? You said in the second leg of the final or in the entire? I mean, he just game? he just wasn't as as dominant as we expect him to be. Yeah. Uh, and then nope. also it when it mattered at at the centenario. Again, like he. He didn't show up, and then here, which was supposed to be, you know, a better stage for him, we, you know, we saw him miss two two goals against the Portero against Germany, which would have been huge. So uh, you know what uh, what frustrated me with Chucky, and I, and I was you know he he seems like he'd be the kind of player, and I, and I noticed this a lot more with with uh, with. You know, players, especially in this part of the world, is that is that for whatever reason they they don't have the confidence to just try the one touch. Like, like if Kuki would have just tried the one touch, 
on, on and, both of those instead of trying to acomodar and then find and, a spot? And, John, this isn't to say that Chucky's not good or that, you know, he's not talented and has great potential. That That is very obvious. It just means that he just can't handle that pressure, at least not at this moment. So he needs he needs to learn how to handle it. Is, is that something that, that you think that you can learn to handle, or is it, are, are you born I, with the ability to, to handle it? To be honest, I don't know, John. I think that's that's something the players, you know, or or also person person Joel, that comes. Were you born to handle the pressure? Or were you born to handle the pressure, Joel? Uh, no, I just learned it recently, Yon. Yeah, you did. Really? I used to crumble, Yon. <laughs> I used to fall apart like Fiji's defense. So. Uh, so yeah. you would, uh, you would, you 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 would open up like a sieve, like uh, like Moreno and. Uh, I like I turned into Mexico against Chile. So it was it was brutal. La, la boda brutal. roja, la boda I roja. I don't want to go back to uh, happy thoughts. Is she, is she listen is she listening to you right now? No, no, it, it, that was before, you know. Oh, this was before. Oh, so this is okay. This. That's what I, yeah. When when I was young. No, I understand. <laughs> well, were you able were you able to, uh, to 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 were you able to make things make things right again? Yeah, no, no. We're just talking about confidence. Uh, oh, okay. you, you know, you just get to the point where you either become more confident just through your life experiences, which I think we could use Layun as an example, you know. Miguel Layun, absolutely right. He goes to Atlanta in, in, in the Serie A, is, yeah. plays maybe, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes in the whole season, comes back, people blame him for everything, he embraces it, just just like the Dos Acero football podcast, puts it on his shoe, todo es culpa de Layun, takes America yeah. to a couple of titles, has a good World Cup, Goes to Porto, does very well, and now has been used on the wrong side on his national team. And, and, but you know, not not only does good, he's he was one of the best passers in Europe for assists. He did he have he did have a high number of assists, yeah. and uh, and Porto not only because he was on loan at Porto, they decided to just go ahead and buy him outright. And, and so you know, we we've seen players that they just. I wouldn't say developed. They just had more confidence at a later stage of their career. Uh, Luis Hernandez is one of those players. You know, he 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 came Uribe. up in the Copa America, and yeah, Oribe as well. Those two players, you know, they they were already past their mid twenties when when uh, probably even like late twenties when they uh you know exploded into the scene. If you got to coast play with uh. Doing Star Wars stuff, <laughs> would you rather do it with Luis Hernandez or with Oribe? Party. I don't. Oribe is <laughs> better. I don't. I don't know, man. I, who, I think I'll go with who would Luis, be, who Luis would, Hernandez. Who would be the that was to your Han. Luis Hernandez. Picolin. If I had to go with a Chewy, I'll go with a Picolin. FIFA World Player of the Year, Picolin Palacios. He's going to be make the finals. Y'all watch. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. So Chucky Lozano, pecho frío, not <laughs> worth it. Uh, uh, I know that Juan uh, is not he's not with us tonight, but I'm sure that he would have some uh, some extra cancha information for us that uh, I'm sure that he would like to divulge. I I don't know. I just 
I think you guys, you're right. I mean, you know, Chucky's the kind of player I think that is immensely talented, but but he needs, obviously, he's never been able to or hasn't yet figured out how to how to deal with the the you know what I like to call like like when he has the dry mouth, you know, how to deal with that, and he just hasn't quite done it yet. The Maybe. coach pulled him. They put in Ponchito Albert and uh, you know Ponchito and and Eric Gutierrez. They ended up doing a lot better for Mexico. I'm sure the coach gave him a good talking to as well, and they ended up scoring the five goals against Fiji. Could have scored a few more, but got sloppy. And because of that, now they face that must-win against Korea, who uh, is a is a much more dynamic team than uh, obviously than Fiji, and probably a little bit more than what what Germany showed them. So. It is definitely going to be interesting. Do we have, do we have any callers yet? Is that was, was that a caller? Oh no, that was not callers yet. I've tweeted twice and no callers, no takers tonight. Well, I guess you know this is a special edition, so yeah, they're caught off guard. They are, they are caught off guard. But I'll 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 support because I feel a little bit of hate is going towards Chuki from Joel. I'll I'll say I think he played pretty well. Hate? <laughs> that's not hate. That's just my my take on him. Yeah, he would be if I wanted him not to do okay, negativity. Negativity. I just. I think. I think. I think. This is being, uh, you know, speaking up front about it. I think it's pretty obvious that the Joel is still upset about Chivas TV. Let me bring another perspective. His modem isn't strong enough. Against Germany, he played actually really well in Copa Centenario. I think he played really well, except for the last game, of course. But he. he when, started, it, when it mattered, you mean. Yeah, but, but you can't blame the seven zero on Chucky and Chucky. I mean, they they never had the ball. He needs a certain situation to excel. He needs to be use the speed on the counter, uh, open field, and and that's how he, what he uses to take advantage. Now in the Germany game, yeah, he did miss two open goals, but I think other than that, he was he was dangerous. He was yeah, but they weren't open goals. I mean, he what he had a chance to score, and then he would. <clears throat> He would settle the ball, and that gave the that gave the goalie both in both times chances from the cut off the angle really quick. I hey, mean, but, but Jorn, Jorn, if you're being valued at thirty million, you have to put those in. Joel, I, there's no question. I agree with yeah, what, what I'm been, saying is that, is that he, you know, he thinks that the, the, the that Conejo Perez is is, is 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 the goalie, you know, who moves <laughs> who moves like a sloth, and you know, he's got this, you know, this twenty year old German kid who's obviously, you know, a hundred times faster than Conejo, and he. You know, th- thought that he had enough time to to do what he needed to do, and obviously it didn't work out for him. I mean, I agree with you. Believe me. I mean, those he and and the worst part about it is that he didn't learn the second time. The second time, the ball came to him. Now, obviously, you know, we can always tell when you play what kind of speed you can always, you know, is how the spin is going to affect your shot. And maybe he thought, you know what, maybe it's not going to work for me. So very, very reminiscent of uh, Luis Hernandez at the France '98 <sighs> World Cup, seeing. Same type of miss. I think he's going to grow into it. Uh, he he did real well in the youth tournaments, so it's not like he hasn't done good so, at all. So did Freddy Adu, Chiquis. <laughs> yeah, but this is a different. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's I think he's dangerous. Freddy Adu was never dangerous with the national team. This guy's. Now I I, I, I will. Well, that I think that right now, even on this team, I think that that Chiquis probably better as as a second half. Like like give him. 30, 35 oh, yeah. minutes in the second half. I think he would be, re- and then you know, and then, you know, maybe that's another thing. Maybe, maybe maybe the coach says, you know what? Obviously, this is something that that you're not necessarily ready for. Let let's ease you into it. You know, we're always very quick now. I know that there's guys that just have it and it just happens, 
But it seems like uh, in this part of the world, both in Mexico and the U.S., if, if there's a player that shows any kind of promise, everyone is they're they're, they're so quick to make, to see how fast is he going to be our Pele? You know, how fast is he going to be our Messi or Maradona? And uh, yes, you know, we saw it, we saw it recently with trophies. He had two exactly. good games. Two yeah, good exactly. games and youth. So, <laughs> speaking of those, I'm, that, I'm really disappointed in the two call-ups from Chivas, or actually not from Chivas anymore, but Dedos and and uh, yeah. Those guys, man, they might as well be sitting on the bench. <laughs> I don't see them contributing. Dedos is pretty interesting, though. Um, he has interesting qualities. So I could see his color. He's got physical play down. He's tall. He's he's fast enough. Uh, his crosses can be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Fierro is, is that that is kind of surprising. But unless you know, uh, Potro knows him pretty good, so it could be well, more his, his his off the ball movement, or you know he he could just not necessarily be the goal scorer, but he could help. You know, in, in other aspects, uh, tactically, you know, abrir uh, espacios, jalar marca, stuff like that, where he'll, he'll just know what he has to do. Well, he's been playing for Fierro, or I'm sorry, for, uh, Fierro's been playing for Potro since the, the U17, so he obviously yeah. is very comfortable with him. Who's he gonna yeah. take? He's, I think, uh, Kubo should, should be in front of him. I don't, I don't know who. Man, Kubo is, Kubel should be the guy. He, he he's good at headers. He should take Oribe's spot. Um, take those crosses from Dedos. Take you know he needs to be more aggressive and more like killer instinct. But he needs to be the guy. I don't see Fierro taking his spot or being a better option that, for Mexico. Well, the, I mean the sad the sad thing is is that is that honestly who who would you have taken? <clears throat> well, I, we talked about Gio. That's who I would have taken. I don't yeah, know. That, that, that wasn't going to happen. It should have. I don't know why. It... MLS would have gone, uh, no. I mean, obviously, it would have, in a perfect world, that would have been nice to happen. But, I mean, realistically, you had, you had to take somebody from the local league. And you had to take at least one U23. I mean, they're just, there's like, you know, there's a, a, a large number of U23s that play in Mexico. And like 90% of them play for you. They're Pachuca Chivas right now. That, that are playing in the, they get time in the league. Isn't Dedos with Pachuca? Yeah. Their, their whole team is gone. Why don't why don't they say no? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. So you don't think that there were good choices there? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, Albert. I think they're lesser choice than what than what they had out there already. Well, obviously, because I mean, if they were a better choice, they would have already been on the team. There's other options like Geo. Yeah. Uh, I even think uh, Orbelin would have been better than any of those dudes. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean uh, the, the fact that Orbelin isn't on the team, uh, and you know, the guy that I thought for sure would have been a just a really valuable addition to this team was uh, was uh, uh, Gio's brother Jonathan. I thought that he would have been, you know, for a team that lacked uh, just smarts in the midfield, you know, Jonathan would have really, really, really done well to control everything. You know, he would have been. The, the conductor the whole bit it would have been uh, he does very well at that I'm not I'm not sure why he does pretty good uh, uh, shirtless pictures on Instagram too I think Ronnie would appreciate <laughs> <laughs> does he cheek his 
Does he play? Does he play uh, ping pong? Pocket pool. <laughs> I think it's you called missed... ding dong. I think it's called ding dong. <laughs> I think uh, John hasn't seen the the gifs. Hello, BBC. It's it's a new game, John. I'm sure it's very interesting. <laughs> you really jarred something loose, Tiger. <laughs> So well, I guess uh, as, as, as we wrap this up, uh, uh, we'll go. We'll just go ahead, rapid fire, give you all the one question. Fortunately, our uh, did not have the uh, participation that we were expecting. Now, you know, we should have told Sanyo we didn't get the Sanchito bump tonight. Maybe that's what happened. But anyway, rapid fire, and I'll go down the line. We'll start with you, Dan. You can go ahead and unmute. I'm going to ask you, Dan, what's going to be the score tomorrow? Three two, Mexico. Three two Mexico. With goals by Carlos Fierro and Dedos Lopez. Oh, Dedos with the brace. Dedos with the There you go. Yeah. Albert, what is your what is your assessment of the score? What are you going to tell your bookie to put the money on tomorrow? Oh, uh, maybe two, uh, three to two. Be a tight back and forth game. Mexico will win. Another 3-2 win. And then so you're saying also that, that that both Dedos and Carlos Fierra will will carry the team. No, I think I think we will score some goals. Ooh, and maybe uh ooh, Guti. Who had a, a poker against uh against the Fijians. Joel, are you gonna are you gonna keep it real or are you gonna are you gonna Go head or heart, Joel. Head or heart. No, I'm going hard. Hard. All right. Uh, two one, two one, Mexico. Two one, Mexico. So welcome, Fantasy Island. So we're, we're we're keeping it, keeping it. All right. Fair enough. Two one, Mexico. Ronnie. Uh, I think uh, I think Mexico's gonna win. I think they're gonna win two uh, two one uh, goals from. Uh, uh, I think they're the both goals are gonna come from El Truckee. And uh, for South Korea, it's probably going to be from either the player uh, uh, Mui Hong or <laughs> Mui Hong. Yeah, no, mom is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be either Mui Hong or no Black Hawk. And which one of those plays for uh, for Tottenham? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I I haven't really checked the uh, the transfers, you know. But I think it's Mui Hong. I think he's going to do it pretty well. He's very popular with the ladies. There's no question. <laughs> well, I'm so I'm, I have to admit I'm I'm, I'm surprised that all of you uh, have been so uh, optimistic with with the game tomorrow. Now remember these these two, these two sides face each other in London in the first game of the group uh, that Mexico ended up uh, tying, I believe, zero zero. Where uh, Raúl Jiménez had a chance to to win, and he had a uh, took a pretty good shot, but just barely missed, among some other missed opportunities. So there's going to be opportunities for both sides, I think. Well, it's just a matter of who is going to uh, capitalize on them. Uh, you know, Korea has proven that they have uh, pretty decent goal scorers. They've uh, they, they've taken their chances and then done well with them. Hey, uh, hey John. Yes, sir. So hold on. Uh... Now, if Mexico, if for whatever reason, Mexico and, and, and uh, Korea tie, 
mm-hmm. uh, because of the goal differential. Um, is the other game, or is it going to be played at the same time, simultaneously? They are being played simultaneously. Uh, one is in Belo Horizonte, uh, and uh, Mexico is playing Korea in, uh, in Brasilia. The only way, I mean, if Mexico ties with, uh, with Korea, we, we fully expect Germany to win, and Mexico would have to have a better goal differential than Germany in order to advance. Well, so so, Germ- so it, it's basically, because I, I, the only games that I've watched is just the Mexican games. I haven't watched any of the other ones. Uh, I mean, well, I did see a little bit of uh, the Korea game, but I, I mean, not. Um, so right now, Mexico, Korea, they both have four points, right? Yes, they both have four points. They have Korea points. has a plus eight, and Mexico has a plus four. And but Germany, Germany only has what uh, one point? They have, right? they have two points. They have two points. Two points. They did. Oh, how many games have they played? Two. Yeah, they played two. They, they, they have two ties. Yeah. They tied Mexico and they tied... So if, if Germany beats Fiji, which we expect will happen, and Korea and Mexico tie, everyone's going to have five points, so it's going to be based on goal differential at that uh, okay, point. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's why Mexico has to... I mean, honestly, that's why it's a must-win for them, because plus four just doesn't look very good, Well, no, which, which is sad many, to say. Is, it's, it's four teams in the group, right? It's uh, Yeah, four teams in the group. So, hold on. So if Germany, Germany played... Germany lost to, to Korea, correct? Germany tied yeah. Korea. Tied at 2-2. Oh, they tied. Okay, never yeah. mind. They tied. They tied. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's... Now, they almost lost. They had the, they, they, they got a late a late uh, equalizer on a deflection on a free kick. So, yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, a meltdown would happen. Mixing bombs out of this. So, uh... They lost, and then after this... And after this... <laughs> You know, I, I would like to, I would like to think that Mexico is going to win, and the game, of course, is uh, at uh, three o'clock Eastern, uh, two Central, and one Pacific. I'm sorry, noon Pacific, one Mountain for, uh, for you folks. Yeah. I, I just I, I I just I just don't feel it from this team. I just don't think that this team has the the camaraderie that the previous one did, and that that sense of of uh, of of wanting to do something special with, that I thought the other team had. So I, I just I just have a feeling that uh, that they're not going to get the win. I think they'll probably draw, and it's going to be unfortunate. But with with by not by not losing and having five points, it's just not going to be enough. I think that that first half against Fiji is going to end up costing them, and they're not going to advance. It's going to be Germany and uh, and Korea advancing. Sorry, I know it's a kind of a downer. You know, but, uh, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you know, you know, Korea's going to can go in there. They know that they can tie. But you know, some, you know how sometimes that tends to, you know, that complacency sometimes gets a tends to bite you in the ass. Well, see, and and, and that's what we talk about uh, uh, that you said. Uh, I forget if it was you or Joel, or maybe it was Albert or Dan. I can't remember who it was. That uh, you know, so Mexico plays better as as the underdogs. You know, I think the Korea is one of those teams like Mexico that has a hard time playing as a favorite. Uh-huh. So uh, I think that 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 is certainly a possibility. You know, maybe, you know, maybe I should change my answer. No, I've already said it's going to be a draw. But, but uh, um, you you do know um, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, Otro was the coach in uh, 2013, and the team had a really rough uh, group stage, where it seemed they weren't going to make it through, and they ended up playing the final. That's right. They uh, they had to win their last game in the group, and they did that. And then they had to, uh, they I beat Brazil in penalties. Yeah, they had suffered a goleada, right, against Nigeria? To Nigeria, yeah. They, they beat them like, 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 like 10 over, to 1. 
over 30 players? Yes. <laughs> Some of those guys look pretty old. They, uh, I think that there's uh, there's some fudging going on with their passports. There's no doubt. <laughs> so we have, um, as we wrap it up, uh, oh, but, but very quickly, very quickly, before we wrap it up, uh, we do want to get a prediction from... Release the Kraken! ...before he goes on his tirade. So please, Fernando Rajino, please let us know who's going to win tomorrow. Hey, how you guys tomorrow. doing? My battery's about Good. to die, so it's at one person. Well, baby, you better get it in quick. So Mexico's going to win tomorrow 3-0. 3-0. Zero. Zero. Tres goles okay. de, de Carlos Fierro. Oh. Carlos Fierro. Okay, a hat trick from the new guy. Yes. I like it. Uh, see, and it looks like right there we had another 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 vote for Mexico. So yeah. I guess I'm the only one that uh, that, that, that thinks it's not going to happen. Well, you guys will. So, uh, will so let what, me know what did you predict, John? Uh, you were predicting. I said that it was going to be a tie. It was a, that they were going to draw, and Mexico was going to be out because their terrible first half against Fiji is going to cost them. But you know, Fiji can tie Germany also. Yeah, we know that that's not going to happen. I think they can be able to tie them the first half, and then hope for the best. But yeah, you know, if, if, if Fiji hangs on and only and 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 and, and lo- only loses three zero, that would be fantastic. But out of doubt, I don't think I, I just. Mexico can't rely on on other results. They have they have to rely on themselves, and hopefully they'll uh, they'll pull it off. I, I have my doubts though. Do you think it's possible that it'll come down to like let's just say that um, for whatever the reason Germany is only winning three zero toward the end of the game, and South Korea is pressuring Mexico, and there that game is tied. Do you see a scenario where Talavera is going to start pleading for? Pleading for like uh, to, to to call the dogs off, you know, like hey, we're we're, like, we're like both Osvaldo in. Like Sanchez did. Yeah, yeah, we're both in. We're both in. You know, so it could happen. I mean, I remember the game in uh, was it in uh, uh, in Oita against Italy, where the last five minutes they were <laughs> literally playing kickball because the, because the 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 tie favored both of them. Yeah, but it was the Italians that were signaling the Mexicans to to stop oh, was the it? siege, huh? Yeah, it was the players. I forgot which ones, but it was the Italian players that were they were telling them. Uh, I, I believe Cabrito was one of the ones they were telling to like to slow down. Interesting. I don't know. Do you think that Talavera speaks Korean? <laughs> he'll probably have like a. Do you think he'll have Google Translate there on his on his cell phone there and in, in, in the gold mouth so we can figure out how to say, "Hey, man, you know this this benefits the both of us." You have a menu from a Korean Korean restaurant offering puppies. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a huge fan of kimchi and and bulgogi beef. It's delicious. It's good stuff. Joel, how far is Little Korea from uh, South Central? It's like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Do you ever go there for to? to... Koreatown. Koreatown. Oh, Koreatown. You ever go there to yeah. eat? Uh, it's been a long time. That's where uh, my brother lives. He lives in Koreatown? Yeah, he lives in Koreatown. Yeah, it's like not that far. Lots of Central Americans in, um, in, that, in that part of town. Where, in Koreatown? Yeah. Right. 
Well, gentlemen, we'll do this again tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, we'll have something good to talk about uh, tomorrow in our, our regular edition of the Los Acero Football Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Always uh, a pleasure to have you guys on. Of course, you can listen to this and every other edition of our podcast on iTunes, where you can download many podcasts. And we have all is it, are we up to forty four editions of the of the Los Acero Football Podcast? I think this is forty six. 46. That is that is some quality listening right there. That is, you know, if you're flying to Thailand or something, you know, pop into those instead of football podcasts, and you will. It, it, it's like a, it's like catching up on your favorite novella. You know, you know, it only takes like five minutes to get in, and then you're 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 good to go the rest of the way. So I I, I highly recommend it. Or for Fernando, who had that long drive when he had to drive from Phoenix to Santa Clara. I'm sure Fernando was was listening to the Los Acero Football Podcast nonstop the whole way. He was listening to vintage Los Cachirules. Well, there was some parts where there was no internet, so I could I can't guarantee it. You mean you don't download them and have them like just on file, ready to go on your phone, like everybody else, Fernando? No, man. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not really sure how that technology works. His his, his iPhone doesn't have the memory for that kind of thing. So. Uh, his 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 two gig iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I actually no. have a, a the iPhone three, iPhone, but it's it, it is kind of full now. Well, you got to take all your porn off, Fernando, if you want to be able to have the the full you, repertoire. Are you calling me, call me Ronnie? I don't need porn, man. The full repertoire of the Dos Acero football podcast. You still want to show me your cucumber? So. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow about the same time, 9 p.m. Central, 10 Eastern, and 7 Pacific. Hopefully we'll have uh, uh, another full table like we did tonight here on the Los Acero Football Podcast. You guys enjoy the game tomorrow. Remember, uh, everyone said that Mexico was going to lose except me. So when Mexico wins, y'all can call in and and, 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 and praise me for, for my, my fearless prediction because everyone else was such a downer. Typical Mexicans. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Peace out. See you guys.